Tennessee Wildcast is live on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Hey, excited about today's show. It's all about ducks, and we may throw in a few things about geese as well, and sandhill cranes. It's all about waterfowl, I guess I should say. Uh, we have Mr. Jamie Federson with us today. He's going to uh, lead the conversation. He's got all the details on everything going on in waterfowl. And I have Mr. Don King with me. Yes, sir, Jason. Thanks for the invite. Glad to be here. And thank you, Jamie, for yeah. being here with us yeah. today. Yeah. Great appreciate to uh, Appreciate you guys jumping in. Uh, should be a fun show. Uh, a lot of changes are going on upstairs in waterfowl, and uh, we're going to discuss those today. Sure. Uh, Everything we're going to talk about today uh, has been discussed at the recent commission meeting. So right. if you want to follow up on some of this uh, and uh, reference that commission meeting, you'll hear some more discussion about uh, what all went down. But today we'll uh, hear it straight from Jamie. Yeah. There was good discussion at the meeting and questions from the commissioners. Right. And uh, So anyway, yeah, it'd be worth worth checking out after, after you uh, learn a little bit more about this thing. Sure. So let's, let's jump right in. Uh, the duck blind drawings are around the corner, Saturday, August 3rd. Tell us uh, some of these locations, Jamie, and what's going to be going on. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, as you guys know, uh, we have uh, several WMAs in, in middle and west Tennessee where we've got permanent blind locations set out mm -hmm. where people come, apply, they get drawn, they form up their parties, and then they get these areas where they build up their blinds and they're able to hunt them throughout the entire season. Um, so we've got several locations where that happens for several of the different areas. Mm -hmm. uh, it, the bulk of them happen in West Tennessee. So we've got uh, a lot of ducks out there. Yeah, yeah. And so we, the, probably the most popular one we have is the Kentucky Lake uh, WMA stuff. That's the Big Sandy location. Uh, uh -huh. I've worked at a, a couple of times. We, we get about twenty five hundred people coming out and, and and applying for those blinds, and they're choosing for. Uh, Blind locations at Camden, Big Sandy, Harmons Creek, and Gin Creek. So it's it's really popular because mm -hmm. you know Camden is uh, it's got a very good reputation for being a very good duck hunting area. Plus we've got all these other areas in there, so just a lot of people. Uh, West Sandy WMA, uh, I, and that's at the big. I'm sorry, the uh, the the Kentucky Lake one. That's at the Big Sandy Ballpark in in Big Sandy. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it, it again, it's it's a pretty big event, real popular. Lots of people go to. If it. you're in that area, you know where the big Sandy Ballpark is. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Uh, uh, the next one is the West Sandy WMA draws. Uh -huh. That happens at the Henry County Fairgrounds. Uh, it's a much smaller venue, uh, or it's a much smaller crowd that goes to that one. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got the Barkley WMA. That happens at the Stewart County High School, and that's for um, both units at Barkley. Uh, a lot of people know that area as, as, as Dover Bottoms. Mm -hmm. um, we've got uh, the Real Foot WMA draws um, for Real Foot Lake. That's at the uh, State Park Visitor Center. Uh, Tiger at WMA is, happens at the Dyer County Fairgrounds. And we've got uh, Gooch WMA at the Obion City Park. In Middle Tennessee, we've got um, AEDC, uh, happens at Morris Ferry. Um, those are for blinds that are on Woods Reservoir. Uh, Cheatham Lake happens at the Cheatham WMA headquarters. Um, there's, uh, I think, two different units at, at Cheatham that they draw for. Mm -hmm. uh, Haynes Bottom WMA uh, is going to happen at the Haynes, Haynes Bottom WMA shop in, uh -huh. uh, in Woodlawn. And then Old Hickory 
uh, has several blinds. They've got two units that they draw for there, and they do that at the Ward Agriculture Center in Lebanon. And mm -hmm. uh, that one's a fairly big one, too. I think they get about maybe 1,500, 1,800 people to that one. So uh -huh. that's another big popular one as well. That's one I've been to before, and it's it's pretty big, pretty big uh, yeah. event. So. But when you have to hold your drawing at a fairgrounds, <laughs> I think it kind of shows you it's a little bit bigger than like the local yeah. cafeteria at the at the at the middle school or something. So uh, let's. Uh, this says here you had this note: sixteen years of age to uh, to enter. Yeah, there's we've got uh, some some certain requirements that you have in order to apply for them. Yeah, everybody's got to be 16 years of age to uh, to put in for it. Um, you also have to have a hunting license and a Tennessee waterfowl license or some equivalent. So like if you have the sportsman's license, that covers both of those. But you got to have that but, before on that yeah, day. You yeah. need to have them before you're even able to sign up. Okay. okay. So make sure you, you know, go online. Um and, and, and GoOutdoorsTennessee.com. That's I, I was hoping that one of you would pick <laughs> that in there, and then uh, and get your licenses and make sure you show up with that because I know that uh, every time that I work one of these, there's always a group of folks that show up and don't have them. Oh, they just you know they got to run down to the Walmart real quick or right. or get online and and and, and buy it on their, their smart, or smartphone whatever. or something. So yeah. so yeah, so make sure you have those with you. If you're going to real foot for the real foot drawing, you have to have the real foot preservation permit. Okay. Okay. So that's uh, pretty important. Make sure you have that as well. Okay. Um, so let's uh, let's jump right into the the new process for the duck blind drawings. This uh, this change just happened recently. It was uh, discussed at the commission meeting, like we said earlier. And you can go watch that discussion online, but let's uh, let's jump in and, and tell us what's changing. Yeah, sure. So uh, let's let, let's start from the beginning. Um, you know, we get a lot of public input on on how we run our seasons, how we run our management areas, things like that. And a com uh, a common theme that we've seen over the years is there are folks that are unhappy with how we do the duck blind draws. Um, it seems as though the same folks are getting to hunt pretty much the same blinds every single year. Uh -huh. And what we've come to figure out over time is that there's uh, there, there's some buying and selling of these blinds going on. Now, that's illegal. According to our rule, right. you're not allowed to do that. There are some you know penalties that go along with that. But it's really hard to enforce. It's really hard to figure out who's buying and selling, things like that. So mm. we've had some difficulty trying to enforce that. So... Um, you know, the other thing that goes along with it, too, is when you get the same people using the same areas over and over again, it kind of it puts a bad taste in folks' mouth that really want to get on to use those areas. Right. That If this buying and selling is happening, these people can't get involved. They, uh -huh. you know, they, they're not willing to do it or they financially can't play the game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we wanted to we wanted to um, come up with. Uh, maybe a, a different process for doing the duck blind drawing that would cut down on some of that, or at least give more people a better opportunity to be able to get one of these blind locations. Right. You know, again, these are pretty coveted locations. Um, you get a good blind draw, you're going to get some good duck hunting throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't, you know, it, it's unfortunate that the same people are having it over and over again. Uh -huh. And, we're not able to spread that opportunity around to a lot of other Tennessee hunters. So um, we worked with the commission. Um, we worked internally, uh, had a lot of discussion about how to go about doing that. And so the normal process for this is when you show up at the duck blind drawing, you fill out a card 
has your information on it. You put you keep one side of you know it, it's it's you know a tag system. Mm-hmm. You keep one half of the tag. The other ta- half goes into a, a barrel. Right. Every, between seven and ten o'clock, those are the times that you have to come in and register, uh-huh. get your application filled out, and get it into the bucket. At ten o'clock, we start. We roll the bucket, and then we start pulling names out. Now, what has happened in the past is the first person's name that's drawn out. He's got the very first choice uh-huh. of blind location. So that very first pick was coveted, and that's the you know that's the one where people would be like, hey, you know, I might give you ten, fifteen thousand dollars for you to sign me on as one of your party members and then uh-huh. just don't even bother showing up anymore because I just don't want you there because mm-hmm. me and my buddies are going to hunt it. And that's what we think has been happening. we almost certain that's been happening. Yeah. So the change in this process now, that all works. That is all still going to be the same way. Everybody who shows up and fills out an application has an equal chance of being drawn out of the bucket. Okay. So the new process is, is when your name is drawn out, we pull out Jason Harmon. At that moment, at that time, Jason has to form his party. So everybody that wants to sign on and hunt with Jason out of Jason's blind has to sign up as a party. So now Don, myself, we're signing on with Jason and then maybe, you know, eight other of Jason's Jason buddies. Jason has a whole bunch of new best friends yeah. at that well, moment. Well, right. right. So, so what that does is... Good callers. I need some good callers. <laughs> so what that does is, you know, that, that forms that party and... Um, that party then goes to stage two. Um, so Jason forms his party, will collect up everybody that's in Jason's party, uh-huh. will go up, and they will surrender their tags that they have on their, pres- on their person. So the next time, so it, it, as we're continuing to draw, if my name gets drawn, I can't go up and claim that because I don't have the claim tag with it. Mm. So that, so... So, because I am on Jason's already, party, I'm you're already, already on, hunting. Right, you're, I'm already signed on yep. to Jason's party. I've already got my name in the bucket on Jason. Right. Okay. So, we needed to do that to control additional folks going in, and 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 um, so that way, if if Jason got drawn and I got drawn and you got drawn, all three of us go back in to the second draw, which is going to be for the location, and now that gives us three chances to get it. Sort of we like don't want culling, that yeah. culling fish. Yeah, we we don't want that. So we we want to, you know, we we don't want multiple opportunities right. for multiple folks to be chosen. So that's uh-huh. why we're doing that. You know, form the party after the first draw, and then that party leader goes into the second draw. Can I ask you a quick question? Sure, on go that? ahead. So. I get drawn. I create my party. How much time do I have to create that party before the next tag is drawn? Yeah, you know, I, I I think at this point we haven't really put like a time limit on it, but um, but it's got to happen before it, the next. One's yeah, pulled, that's really what has to happen. Yeah. It's, it's really got to happen before that next draw because, again, I ha- there has to be a, a a period of time where I have been. If I'm signing on with you, I'm now disqualified from the rest of the draw. So right. that has to happen mm-hmm. before we pick the next name. So okay. it's going to slow things down a little bit uh, at the beginning, but I think in the end we're going to get a better product out of it. I think Don so, can work up some Jeopardy type music. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, let it roll in between times. Yeah. Ten or fifteen minutes right. for them to do that. <laughs> so, so we've gone through the first process. 
um, you know, for how many ever blind locations there are at a certain area, we'll, we'll do that process until we get, let's, as an example, we'll, we'll get 35 parties. If there's 35 blinds to, be, blinds to be drawn, we'll form 35 parties. Mm-hmm. And all 35 of those parties have one entry into the next draw. And then we start, we roll up the bucket and we start drawing again. Then the first name that comes out gets first choice of hunt location. Okay. Okay. Cool. That party mm-hmm. gets the choice of the hunt location. So it really, if there's buying and selling going on, what we think this is going to do is totally devalue the first pick because, I, you know, you're just not going to throw a ton of money at somebody who may end up being the last pick, uh-huh. you know? So there's no, there, there's, there's, there's very little incentive to try to buy your way onto somebody's, right. onto somebody's permit right. or to somebody's blind because you just don't know what the value of it's going to be at the next drawing. It, uh-huh. could be, it could be great or it could be, you know, bupkis. So do you encourage, <laughs> encourage folks if they're going to be there Kind of have their parties yeah. thought about. Yeah, I mean that would closest friends there. That would be the best thing is if if I mean you know who you hunt with mm-hmm. and you know make sure you have those those folks together with you. Uh-huh. That way, if one of you is drawn, you can all just work to the table together and you just go sign on. Sure, together. Fill, you know, fill out the pay, get all the paperwork that we needed done filled out so that we can move on to the second part of the draw. And then when you you know you're drawn out in the second one, you're going to know what your blind is going to be. And then we, the process is the same as it's always been. Everybody comes up and we fill out blind permits and for everybody in the party. Mm-hmm. And you know the beautiful thing is too is we can be working on those probably um, while the drawing's going on. Like we can have. We could probably speed up the back end of the process uh-huh. by having things pre-filled out. So I guess the ultimate choice comes from the the one that got drawn, right? Because uh, you know, once you get it, get the party lined up. I guess the ultimate decision about the choice comes yeah. from the leader, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So the so the, and that's kind of what we're calling it would be the 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 party leader, right? Um, yeah, that person would be the one that makes the choice of what the blind is. Uh-huh. Now, the beautiful thing is you've already got your party formed. You guys have already talked about it. Mm-hmm. They, you should know what you want, right? And we so, won't blind six, ten, and fourteen yeah, in that order if we get drawn, <laughs> right? You know. Exactly. Now, I, I, one of the things that people have been, um, you know, we've we've gotten a lot of feedback on this, uh-huh. and um, one of the questions that we have been getting is, well, what happens when we get down to you know like the last five that aren't really any great and nobody really wants them, and what if people don't stick around to pick them? Well, that's fine. What happens is, is those just go in to the system as temporary hunt locations. So it's an area where um, you don't need. There's, there's not probably not going to be a blind there, but uh-huh. you can show up on the morning, any morning, to hunt in that location as long as you're the first one there. Uh-huh. Um, so the, it's, the hunt spot won't go unused. It'll just be used in a in a different way. Right. So. You know, people will complain about lost opportunity, but it, the opportunity is still there. Mm-hmm. You can still go. If there's no blind, you can hunt out of your boat. You can, you know, wade hunt, but you've just got to be in that location where that blind was, might be, or should have been. Had to been, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, so, uh, real quick, if I don't show up to my blind, 
on a morning. Is it mm-hmm. open to anybody to, to jump in there? Is yeah. Is there a certain time limit? Yeah. So, uh, the, the, the way the rule is, is that um, anybody can get into that blind as long as you're in that blind prior to legal shooting light. Um, if the party, if the blind holder or a permit holder for that blind mm-hmm. does not show up, it's a, it's basically first come first serve. Okay. So the first, first person in that blind gets to use that blind as long as a blind permit holder does not show up. If a blind permit shoulder holder shows up, you've got to exit the blind. Unless he says, hey, stick around. I don't care. Sure. And, and I, you know, that probably happens yeah. in some locations, yeah. uh, some areas it Probably it may not happen, but yes, that's always a, that's always a possibility that you could be invited along. But they do have to be there before shooting. Yeah, the the bl- the blind permit holder has to be there before legal shooting light. Okay. So if they're if they show up half an hour after legal shooting light, the 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 group that was in there, they've got claim to the blind for the rest of the day. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, and that and this applies to all. Uh, drawing locations, the uh, the the new way of drawing is going to happen. That is correct. It's in uh, Tennessee and West. Yeah, it was a universal change. We weren't going to change it for just one area. We changed it for all areas. And you know, buying and selling blinds is you know it might be rampant at one area and doesn't happen at another area. And so there are going to be some folks that might be a little chapped about this because you know it didn't affect their area, but we have now affected how their process is. Right, but. You know, we, we kind of need to. If we're going to do this, we need to be a uniform across the board. Make it all play the same way. Okay. All right. Well, does that cover everything on the on the draw, drawing process and locations you want to cover? Yeah, I think so. I, mean, I think we we pretty much covered it. It's really just the big thing is making sure that people know that there was a change to the process. So what what people have been used to. Uh, is is definitely going to be different. Right. So we were just hoping to get that out there so that we're not dealing with a lot of folks showing up saying, I didn't know about this. Right. So we're doing the best that we can. You know, uh, We want to encourage everybody to, one, go back and watch the commission meeting absolutely. for details that, that uh, may or may not have been covered here. Plus, also the website is going to have... Uh, you know that'll be another resource for right for yeah all these I, I'm, changes I, I don't know exactly what the location is on the website but yeah I'm, uh, I'm sure that there's information there yep and uh, we've kind of we've really hit on why but mm-hmm. what's some of the reactions you've heard yeah uh, we've had uh, a little bit of both uh some both are in both, favor some are not yeah a little yeah. bit of both uh, I think we're hearing more in favor people that have been you know calling the office i've got messages on my phone uh, the secretaries upstairs are answering calls and and talking with some other staff members around that what they're hearing it, people are saying man thanks for doing this because now i feel like i might actually have a shot at right. getting a blind this year a lot year. more opportunity yeah really. and so there are a lot of folks that are that are pretty pretty darn happy with the fact that we're making this change that you know we look we recognize that there's probably a problem and and you know i, th- I think our responsibility is to try to make the opportunities on our public lands as fair and equitable as possible. Sure. You know, we need we, we, we just want the opportunity for everybody to have a chance. Right. And I think people are recognizing that this is a step towards doing that. That this is this is what we really want to do. Now, I have spoken with a couple of folks who um, work locally in the areas. Like I, I just recently spoke with a technician uh, at one of uh, at one of our areas. Um, 
uh, out in West Tennessee, and he said to me, he said, yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of complaints from some folks. They don't like the way this is, but he goes, I think those are mostly the folks that are buying and selling blinds. So um, so I think, the, I think the folks that really are unhappy with it are the ones that are going to be impacted the most because we're taking away their, their – uh, the way that they have been getting the their lines yeah, year after right. year. So, um, but yeah, again, when, when you get a lot of calls and folks are saying, man, I, I feel like this, I now feel like I might actually have a chance mm-hmm, at it. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that, that really lets us know that there was an issue and that we are at least taking the right step to, to try and fix that, to, to give that opportunity. And, and all these ahead. events are really celebrations, aren't they? They really you, are. You, yeah. It's just exciting times. You know, the, the season's, on on people's minds yeah. and and they're thinking about it and uh, just you know, and, and and waterfowl hunting is such just you know it's it, it's 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 so com- it, there's a lot of camaraderie uh-huh. in it and it's so you know it's it's a it's a group event so they're, they're, social they're, yeah. yeah that's the word I was looking for it's very social Read my mind yeah you? duck hunting is very <laughs> social and so it doesn't surprise me that a lot of folks would want to get together sure. to do this sort of thing and that's how that is how they look at these hand draws is man it's a time to get together we you know we're starting to think about ducks we're talking about ducks and uh-huh. you know catch up on what's been happening with everybody's and so uh, I get why these hand draws are real popular in that respect because you're right. They're like a celebration. Yeah. yeah. That's something that made me think about, uh, you know, they, they form these groups. Now they get to go work on these blinds, yeah. prep them. And that's, and I'm sure that's fun for them too. They enjoy getting well, out there and, and just pre- preparing for the season. Sure. Know? I mean, if you think, you know, going out and working in the September heat, building a, a, a blind <laughs> hey. in the middle of a marsh is fun. I think they enjoy it. <laughs> I'm sure they do too. I mean, it's, it's probably not, fun in the sense that it's you know the it's, it's really enjoyable to be outside doing yeah. that but yeah i'm sure they have a good time uh putting blinds together and and, and you know recalling you know uh past duck hunts and yeah. you know yeah. anticipation for what the upcoming yep. season might be and things like that exactly so yeah. all right well let's jump into uh some other things that's been going on sandhill crane yeah. tag uh Drawing will happen here pretty soon too. Soon after the uh, the duck blind draws, yeah. And so yeah, so that be it's a good jumping point. Uh, to, since we're talking about hand draws, um, we do offer up uh, sandhill crane tags to be used in the southeast crane zone. Mm-hmm. That's sort of that area that's around Ray and Miggs County, but there's there's a few other counties that are located with it. But um, mainly the bulk of the harvest that we get is in Ray and Miggs County. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing this. I think this will be our seventh year of. Quite six, a, six yeah, or seventh year of, of doing hand draws uh, for these tags. Second time at Ray County High, right? Yeah, this will be our second year at Ray County. Outgrew uh, Birchwood. We did. Community um, yeah, there. Yeah, the Birchwood. I mean, we're getting, I think, upwards of six, 700 people now. Yeah. So that, that Birchwood Center, I mean, so it was a great place. It was a really good facility, but the, it was, the parking is what was killing us. Right. We just had way too many people, and it was getting uh-huh. getting to be a, a safety issue. Yeah. So we got uh, the Ray County High School in Evansville. Uh, they've been gracious enough to let us use their facility. It worked out great for us last year. I don't see any reason that it won't work great for us this year. Uh, the nice thing I think the the locals over there are going to be appreciate with the hand draws that we've got more tags to issue uh, for the crane zone next year. So we've got uh, f- uh, 1,539 tags that we're going to issue out. And, and, of course, each one of those hunters gets three tags. So uh, 513 hunters 
we'll get three crane tags each there. That's awesome. great. Um, again, you know, there's some requirements. You got to be at least 13 in order to put in for the draw, and you got to have a hunting license and a Tennessee waterfowl license. And you got to pass that test later. Right? Yeah, and in order for that uh, to be valid, yeah, once you get your tags, um, in order for them to be validated, you've got to um, take the uh, Sandhill Crane identification test, write that validation number on your tags, and that's what makes you legal to hunt uh-huh. um, to hunt cranes in, in Tennessee. And this is jumping uh, further out. But once the season's over with, you like to get responses back. And if they don't do that, they might get knocked out of the drawing the yeah. next year, right? Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks, Jason. Um, yeah, it's it's not we want, we need. Yeah, um, and, and, and there's a, a postseason survey that everybody who's issued a tag, whether you hunt or not, this, uh, this postseason survey has to be filled out and returned to us. And I think the the deadline on it is February 10th of this year. So okay. we need to get those in. We need to get those by February 10th. And if we don't get your your survey back, you are disqualified from being able to put in Ooh. for any tags the following year. So there are a there there's a group incentive. There, right yeah, there. there's a number of folks this year or this past hunting season that did not put in for or did not submit their survey huh. their postseason survey. And so I have a a number of folks. It's Naughty and nice list. Yeah, that <laughs> we've got a list of folks that you know they are not eligible to mm. put in for either the handheld draw. They're not also not able to put in for the computer draw for the okay. statewide tag. So, okay. is that a great segue? Yeah, yeah. And computer draw is <laughs> September fourth through the twenty fifth. It is. Yeah. So uh, again, that's a you know you apply online. Um, you got to have the you know Tennessee license. Uh, waterfowl license in order to put in for that we're giving out uh, 1420 tags uh, those hunters those, with those statewide tags they get two tags a piece so 710 hunters mm. are going to get two tags a piece now those tags are good statewide uh-huh. including they, they, can, they can also use them in the crane zone okay so uh, and we do know from the information that we get back on those postseason surveys that a lot of our statewide hunters do go to that crane zone and sure. use those um, tags in the crane zone but we do have a fair amount uh, of tags that get used down in the woods reservoir area down in uh, franklin okay. coffee county cool um uh, we've got a pretty decent wintering population of cranes down there, and also up in uh, O'Brien and Weekly County near uh, Hop In Refuge. We've I know got, I've seen a bunch of birds yeah, hop in, and sure. those birds leave Hop In and they fly around and use the adjacent uh, farms and things uh-huh. like that. So we get a fair amount of harvest uh, up there as well. So, and then if you uh, are in the hand draw, you only hunt in the Santa Crane zone down correct. in southeast Tennessee. Then. That's correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. You know what? We're going to run out of time. You, Are we? You feel time good. But I want you to tell folks about the goose banding y'all been doing. And there's a video you can watch oh, yeah. online on our Facebook page and maybe our YouTube page. But anyway, Facebook uh, that Barry put together. Yeah. So um, last couple of weeks, uh, this is a time of year when geese are... Uh, molting their flight feathers so they they can't fly away we herd them up like uh, cattle round them up (laughs) on the water get them to walk up into this uh this this pen that we've we made get a whole bunch of them in there usually at least 100 at a time and uh uh, we're putting bands on them uh these birds once they're they're flying during the hunting season they get harvested hunters like those bands they report that information we can see how birds are moving around the state we can get uh you know uh, uh Sex good, ratios good and feedback. age ratios yeah, and yeah. yeah, real good, real good data. We need to manage the, the goose population and doing some of that same stuff with wood ducks yep. as well coming up. Starting so. up in July and August for wood ducks. Yep. So that's awesome. Good stuff. Hey, 
remember, uh, go check out our, our commission meeting. Watch that if you want to hear more details on this. I think we covered a lot here today. Yeah, though. we did. So sure. this, this show should get you caught up to date. So We are missing one thing. Go ahead. Some waterfowl in this room <laughs> yes uh jamie could you get us some waterfowl to hang uh, in, in the room? yeah i've uh that's that's on my list of things okay. to take care of this year we got to wait for a waterfowl season to open up and get some decent mounts for you but yeah okay. thinking a nice mallard and a wood duck maybe a gadwall yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. oh yeah let's yeah. move that up on your to-do list yeah, yeah. All, right. all right number <laughs> number 297 yeah. on my list of things exactly. to do exactly all kinds of stuff going on hey thanks for tuning into this show jamie thank you for being here don thank, thank you thank you uh, it's been a pleasure remember uh, we're out there on social media we're out there everywhere just keep coming back tuning in keep watching keep listening and we'll see you next time thanks for tuning in stay connected with twra by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on facebook twitter and instagram Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.